What's up, people? Welcome to the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with, I got two great athletes, two uh, top fighters. I got Elias Theodoro, uh, as well as Tom Galicchio, always with Tyler Smith. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Marijuana is legal in California. Don't leave your house. Get it delivered. They'll go right to you. They got marijuana. They got THC sex lube. They got all kinds of stuff. Go to speedweed.com. Uh, speaking of, uh, of marijuana, Elias, uh, I can't, uh, cannabis athlete. That's, that's pretty badass. Talk to me about that, about that shirt. Uh, yeah. Well, um, before everything kind of got shut down with, uh, what we're all dealing with at home, uh, what's about that I was able to get my regulatory, uh, battle and fight for medical equality and be the, become the first sanctioned professional athlete, uh, for cannabis uh, in professional sports. And my case uh, not only sets precedent for myself, but it also sets precedent for all athletes in British Columbia where it was made. And soon it will actually, if all goes well, get adopted in all the jurisdictions that I end up fighting in once the all clears up. So you're sponsored by weed. Like this weed sponsors you? Well, not not the plants, but I definitely work with different companies in, uh, in the space. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, to create awareness. Uh, what's called the, you know, talk about the, the medical properties of cannabis and my own experience. Um, but yeah, I get uh, all these dope gadgets and, and whatnot. This is uh, one of my favorite uh, right here. Sweet. But um, yeah, but mostly I actually work with, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, what do you call hardware, like Stirks and Bickle. And again, I vape like a professional. That's, you well, vape like a professional. And then we got Toothless Tom Galicchio, who I think, I, I think you'd be undefeated if there were no rounds. But, uh, <laughs> you may be the toughest fighter like do you just, like like you know, there are certain fighters if i ever like got into a, a, a war if i had a war i need to pick my battle teams uh tom you'd be on my team you guys like you and darren elkins and like there's just a certain like guys that are just they're just tougher than everybody you might not be the best athlete you're a good athlete don't get me wrong you're a, you i'm all right i'm all right i can make it up as i go along but you're just so damn tough like was that was that always your like your your, your thing of like just you you could outgrind everybody? It's a Jersey thing, you know. Uh, we're the most densely populated state, so everybody's fighting for elbow room. Only the tough. Tremendous. <laughs> now, speaking uh, of fighting for elbow room, Tom, I don't know if you will remember this, but last year at, at Epic Fighting in San Diego, last February 2019, I was warming up backstage, and you were back there with one of your guys. And my coach kept bumping into you, and you guys ended up, like, not, like, fighting or anything, but, like, getting in a little argument backstage, and I felt like such a fucking idiot because I'm sitting there, like, I'm getting ready to go out and fight in 10 minutes, and my coach is drunk and arguing with Tom Galicchio that he's in our way. He's like, what the fuck, man? Now, was your, your coach, like, backing into him or something? Like, well, I Yeah, I was just, like, hitting pads, so we're going back and forth, and it's like, what are those rooms? 20 by 20 feet, yeah. 10 fighters and their corners in there. Like, but 
that was my uh, that's my my one run-in with you. I think we might have <laughs> just arguing with your coach. But I'm just a nice guy. You know, getting mad about about that. Well, exactly. And I'm like, really, you're gonna pick a fight with the nice, like the nicest guy in MMA, the coolest guy in MMA, and actually piss him off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so Tom, are you retired? I don't know. Uh, I, I heard they needed some last-minute fighters. Um, so I'm still getting ready. Um, you know, as long as somebody will pay me what I'm worth, I'll fight. If you're not, I'll, I'll continue to coach and get my guys better at uh, Dan Henderson's gym. Dan Henderson, so you're, so you're coaching at Hendo's gym. Uh, what are you the head? Are you the grappling coach? Yeah, I'm the I'm the grappling coach. Me and Joe Stevenson run the program over here. Wow. I didn't know Joe was over there. Yeah, yeah, he comes down two days a week. I do four days a week, and uh, yeah, we made like uh, it's like we're making a mixtape. We're collaborating, and our guys are getting good. Love it. I know I, your gym is one of the cool. I actually I did stand up comedy. Tom booked me for a comedy show, and it was Tom doing stand up, who's hilarious, by the way. He's got like a lot of comics. People go up there, they just like tell stories. Tom has like legit jokes, a lot of very awesome. disturbing jokes, but jokes yeah. like uh, <laughs> uh, hilarious. And then it was me, you, smiling Sam went on stage, and so could you. So could you. Uh, <laughs> who was surprisingly good. So, so could you was hilarious. Yeah, he really is a funny guy. Yeah, I mean, very confident, very good-looking guy, very confident. He kind of like is like a like a he kind of has like a Hector Lombard thing, like a swag, like tight shirt, like very. He had a together. suit, I think. Right? He had a suit on, like a burgundy yeah. suit or something. Tight suit. It was a and tight it was at, suit. And, and, uh, yeah, and, it looked good. And where was it at? It was at like uh, the tilted kilt, Temecula. The tilted kilt in Temecula. Nice. Uh, we did Been stand there. But you and you're also running your own promotion, like because now a lot of fighters. I think want to go into that after fighting, um, and you did it right. You did an amateur. Like, can you make money in that? How hard is that to do? Who me? Yeah. No, I haven't done anything. Weren't you running with like Hendo's promotion fight something? Or? Oh no, I DJ. Oh, I'm on the ones and twos. Which is the most important job of an event. So absolutely. You know, yeah, can you can you start there, DJing for the UFC? Hotels. Yeah, seriously. Can you start DJing for the UFC? Because whoever they have is fucking awful. Yeah. Like, you those know, live events get bad sometimes, man. This dude. Do, do they got a resident? Is that how it works? Yeah, they have a guy. The guy's really good, actually. He's actually Isn't like, he? he plays Maybe it's just the stadiums are huge and there's, like, delays, but it sounds like stuff's always off time, and then he just throws, like, some. I imagine that they're dealing with the actual uh, broadcasting component, right? So there's a lot of a lot of uh, on-the-fly. On yeah. Yeah. It was called because that's how it is, especially with uh, broadcasting. You just never know if someone gets knocked out. It's like oh, oh commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know, yeah, they gotta be I, pretty I, good for that. Now, Elias, you got you got cut from the UFC, which I thought was complete bullshit. Because oh, thanks, man. You went, you went what nine and one in the UFC or something? Like, what was yeah. your record? Yeah, but who's counting? <laughs> no, no, it was uh, nine. It was uh, what's it called nine out of uh, nine and three. Went nine and three. Good record. Okay. Yeah. You, you beat. I mean, nine and three in the UFC, like, which is, is imagine a team goes nine and three and they just like kick them out of the NFL or like like. like oh, you guys suck. What was yeah. their reasoning behind it? Like, um, I think again, I think with that, there was many different uh, factors. Uh, one, because I was so winning, um, my contract went up, and at about the same time, they did uh, what's called hire a bunch of Canadian fighters. So basically, they hired six Canadian fighters, and they could pay those six Canadian fighters. With, with my salary. Two, um, what's it called? Obviously, being a vocal cannabis advocate, 
I don't think that uh, rubbed, I think that might have rubbed uh, some people the, uh, the wrong way, more specifically uh, the partner that uh, I was trying to make change in uh, with USADA, um, which gets its funding from the U.S. government. Uh, so that's why their classification of uh, cannabis is so, um, you know, final, uh, because it, it is still a Schedule 1, where you now you're talking about cannabis being uh, legal in, uh, in uh, what do you call it, uh, California. It's actually legal nationwide, and more importantly, because we have uh, health care, it's a fundamental Canadian right to medicate as prescribed by your doctor, and that includes cannabis. So that's why, uh, going back to my, my therapeutic use exemption, why it's so important uh, is because it's the first case of cannabis being considered a medicine in professional sports. And the way that all of the um, athletic commissions work, this will actually provide a backdoor uh, potentially into the United States where this snow Mexican can make a uh, change uh, out in uh, uh, what's it called, uh, the U.S. Well, I mean, it was such – I think a lot of times people were saying you're boring, but, like, you are not a boring fighter. To me, and also people couldn't figure you out. A lot of your fights, you were covered in blood, and you were exciting fights. And you beat Eric Anders. You beat Sam Alvey. You beat a lot of really good guys. Um, Eric Anders is, like, prime. I mean, he, that guy's a great fighter, and, and you beat him. And, and you, I think you, you did – you worked with what you have. Like, you're not, like, Anthony Johnson, and you're just going to fucking jab somebody and knock him out. And you're not an Olympic wrestler, but you figured out what works for you and won with it. And what's 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 everyone's problem? Well, everyone's obviously it's a it's a it's a. I think at the end of the day, for many ways, I thought it was a sport, but obviously it's very much a sport entertainment. Um, So I was looking at in the confinements of uh, the fact that in a game uh, and any sport, there's a set of rules, and I was looking to use, like you said, both my style and the rule book in regards to what's called winning. Uh, also thrown in the fact that I do have bilateral neuropathy. The reason why I'm able to use cannabis is because I have nerve damage in my upper extremities. So I was working around also my, uh, what's it called, ailment. And now being able to medicate as prescribed by my doctor, um, I am now able to compete at a, at a level playing field. And in my last fight, I, uh, before obviously this all shut down, I have, um, already back on the winning, uh, streak. Uh, what's it called, uh, with a TKO uh, against a former UFC fighter. And once this all clears up, I'm planning to get another finish in the near future. Uh, what's it called, in many ways, um, you know, obviously, uh, what do you call it, my identity for a long time was a UFC fighter. And, you know, whether it's been trying to fight my way back there or any of the other organizations, much like the other gentleman uh, attached here, uh, I'm willing to fight for anyone that's willing to pay me my worth. And I'm about to do that as the first cannabis athlete and fucking do some cool shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it just it just bothered me because I'm like, man, you can't cut a guy who's nine and three, and then like Mike and like Mike Perry who's like one and four, uh, and like, but yeah, he gets knocked out and it's exciting or he knocks you out, but I don't know, I'm more interested in the guy that wins. So I would yeah, but I would put it as like it's the it's the MMA fan, serious MMA fan slash MMA nerd like us versus casual fan. So casual fan like my stepdad is a perfect example. He's like. I want to see him fucking. He's he's let him bleed, like yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. And I guess the gift. And like oh. me, I I sit there, I smoke a bowl, I watch a fight, and I'm like ooh, what's he doing with his left foot? Like oh, why yeah, is he yeah. there? You know, like and so when guys like Elias are fighting who have a high fight IQ, it's like oh shit, this is someone I can watch and be entertained. 
But for those average, you know, I want blood fucking dumbass fans. Well, I think, I think, and I think there's, a, there's an avenue to kind of have it best of both worlds. Uh, I went back to the drawing board, and, you know, I came up with a, a TKO finish, and I'm looking to be both intelligent when I fight, but also uh, what's all coming for the finish. Because, uh, again, I've heard uh, both the positive and negatives in regards to my, uh, my style, and I think, again, uh, there's still plenty of fight left in me. Um, I'm only 30 years old, uh, so I got plenty of playing fight left in me, and because of the, the style that I did have, I didn't take much damage, so I'm good to go. I totally forget you're only 30 because you're such a busy guy. I mean, not only are you a fighter, but you're also, like, a model, an actor. An you're, you're a freaking ring boy. Which... Ring boy, trademark included. Now, what is that like? It's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it, you know? <laughs> no, but uh, no, it's great. I got the best seat in the house. Like all of you guys, I'm a huge MMA fighter. I'm a MMA fighter, but I'm also a fan, and that's what got me in the sport first and foremost. So I'm looking to again just add, not subtract, or distract from a great night of fights. And like I said, I got the best seat in the house, and now working there for about I think it's like I've done ten, twelve, um, what do you call it, events now at this point. Uh, you know, part of the family, uh, the, the Invicta family, and it, it's great. Uh, every time I go in there uh, to, again, have the best seats in the house for great night of fights. Yeah, was that just a ploy to be able to sit cage side every every fight? Do <laughs> girls ever I know it's like <laughs> girls, like guys are always whistling or like like cheering. And I know being, I, I tried being a male stripper in my early 20s. And women are, they just assume that guys like it. But when they grab <laughs> it's like, like if a guy that like goes and smacks a girl's ass, I think in the bottom of the back of his head, if it's a, a normal guy, he's like that was that wasn't right. Like like that's not, I, the girl did not like that. But because it's when it's different, women would just grab my fuck, grab my cock and be like, oh, he's a man. He he likes. He'll be fine with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I don't get me wrong, I was on many cases. <laughs> but being a being a being a ring boy, uh, ring boy. Was it – did girls ever come up to you and try to grab your package or anything? Or? No, no, no. What's called that? Again, it's it's no different than any other MMA fight. I think there's a there's a degree between, uh, what do you call it, your former uh, career as <laughs> <Yeah>. a, <laughs> a, a man of the evening and then uh, what's it called, uh, being a ring boy. So, obviously, uh, what do you call it, there's a lot of fun with it. And the loudest ones in there are, are the, the, the females in the stands. And some of the dudes, don't get me wrong, like they have fun with it. Now, especially like – and now at this point, like, because they're they're drinking throughout the whole time, like the whole event. So by the end of it, they're just they're just loud, loud as hell. It's it's been funny though, because like there's there's been times where like uh, I don't know some like some dude will be like pissed off that there's a guy there. One of my favorite ex- examples, like every time, because I'm I'm usually I'm paired with a a female uh, ring card holder as well, so we both take turns. So every time I went. The guy would just go like this, and every time, she, <laughs> and every time, but to the point where this is the funniest part. Every time she went, he would do this. Like it was just so awkward. So I had to film it. I got, I basically when she went, I got him to film it, and then when I went, I gave him the thumbs up uh, right back. So it's usually it's just hilarious. So and, and anytime someone, uh, what do you call it, like booze or whatever like that, there's occasional one or time, one or two times. Um, what do you call it? But uh, it's funny because like you'll have like I don't know. To want, like a hundred, like a hundred times more, uh, what's called women and men actually cheering and trying to out, uh, drown them out. It's actually hilarious. They'll actually battle them out in regards to the drowning them out in the regards to the, the cheers. Now let's talk about the UFC 249 that got officially canceled yesterday. Fight um, boat. <laughs> bummed. I, okay, so Tyler's clapping. I'm uh, not bummed. 
You're not. How well, could I, you? I, How dare you? Uh, Tom, here's why. Here's why. I want to hear Tom. Can we talk to, hear Tom first? We'll go this yeah, way. We'll hear Tom first, and then we can. Tom. Yeah, you could hear Tyler any day. You can hear him tomorrow. <laughs> Tom, thoughts? Uh, you know, we had Sam on the card. Uh, this was the second, I think, the third fight that got dropped for him. And, you know, he needed to get paid. He's been in camp. He's been on, off, on, off, but staying ready. And, yeah, it's bum. He needs to support his family and to pull it from the fighters like this. Who, who really needed this is a, is a real bummer. And now, uh, you everybody overreacted. Now, would you have worked the corner? What? Uh, no, I was going to actually stay home and watch his kids. Oh, Wow. Because uh, his wife goes in corners on so right. he needed yeah. he needed a sitter. Uh, Elias. That's awesome. Elias, good That's a team. I, I think it's a it's a little bit of both. Obviously there's just so many things we just don't know yet, right? Like obviously, um I don't think it necessarily it's necessarily cancelled at this point. It's more the case of being postponed. I think certain protocols need to definitely be put in place. I just think the um I don't know, the the one thing that was kind of the the caveat to, to me, that kind of put a little uh, bad taste is the is it, it, the aspect of bringing it to native uh, lands, and it's not like the native people have uh, you know dealt with any type of viruses in the past. So um, bringing bringing an event there that that just that was the one thing that I was like, what? Like but, like yeah, a no. Fight Island? What's it called? What's it called? The Fight Island? It's dope as shit. Like I think that's <laughs> the cool thing. And then also Fight Boat. Come on, we need yeah. fight boat. That's an actual thing. Boat. But in all, but in, in all, in all, in all seriousness, I think um, you know the professionals that be. Um, what do you call it? Uh, professionals that be uh, need more time to figure it out in some capacity. I, and again, obviously, the individuals that like uh, Sam, who uh, and on the whole team uh, that it affected, that it's horrible. But there, there are millions and millions of people that are uh, really having it a real hard time. And again, one of the ways that we can kind of you know, blunt this curve, uh, what do you call it, sooner rather than later, is if we all do our part. And, again, all of us are uh, what's called hurting in our own race. And, but on the first thing, though, Tachi Palace is kind of like uh, Pachanga, where it's not exactly native land. I mean, it is native land, but – Kind of. But I'm just saying the, 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 the appearance and the, the optics. <laughs> it's not bow and arrow. I know. I understand. Okay. I understand that, but the optics yeah. of a virus. <laughs> we're going to bring this this, <laughs> this contagious thing. Can they give everybody? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's everybody's responsibility to eat right, take care of themselves, everything as a human. And people don't want to give up their vices and doing wrong, so they'd rather shut everything down for a couple months. And it's really hurting people who do that, and they need to work. No, hundred percent. Hey, I, I, I was every on, human's responsibility. Hundred uh, percent. What's it called? I've been, I've, I've been shut down on the, the, the movie roles and the TV roles that I was on set. Uh, what's it called? I, it, it's been shut down for the last month. Uh, again, everyone's hurting in their own way, and some obviously more than most. And again, it's, it's really the, the issue that we really have to, uh, what's it called? Think about is all the, the first line and the first responders and the, the doctors that are literally. Well, we, I know it sucks that we have to be home. But we got to basically the, the biggest deal that we got to do is walk to the fridge. Well, they have to walk in the front lines and deal with actual sick people. And again, it's a long term. Uh, but obviously, the economics of all of this is fucking shit. <laughs> like all around. Like there's no there's no sugarcoating. This is just shit all around. Uh, Tyler, Tyler. So here's what I was. Here's I have two two points. Uh, one, the obvious one that I've been preaching for weeks is. 
now we can save Tony Khabib. Like, there was no reason for them to yeah. Oh, well, Khabib's gone. We're just going to have Tony fight somebody else, even though we've tried to put on this fight for five years. And the only reason we're even still doing the event, as Dana said at the presser, was we're not canceling Tony Khabib again. Well, you canceled Tony Khabib, so why the fuck are we doing the fight? Second of all, what happens when those fighters get fucked up and have to go to the hospital? And now we're sending people who are healthy into a place that, is full of this virus, like the very thing we're trying to avoid. And we're like, oh, well, sorry, you guys got your face busted up, so we're going to put you on right that, On that note, though, because I've, I've heard that. It's a legit argument. You guys are fighters. How many times are you in a hospital after a fight and for how long? Shit, I fought Diego Lima with a staff infection. Oi. Have, <laughs> that, like, have that ambulance ready. But like after, I'm not going like to miss out on my chance for 250,000, <laughs> my chance to get yeah. to UFC. But I had a vicious staff infection, and it was like the first I ever made. I, I, yeah, I think we're not the best. Uh, what's it called? Tool <laughs> to to the tool no, from. No, like, no, because no, again, again, like the same thing. Uh, either way, this virus ain't gonna affect me. Uh, are you kidding? I would sneeze this off. Like, uh, we go, but it's not about it's not about us. It's about the people that we'll come in contact with, right? I, no, no, I, I mean, would not. Elias, I'm, I'm actually asking a question, like. After fights, how long were you in the hospital for? Oh, like stitches, like not much. Or usually it, the stitches are done there. Everything that I've done for the most part has been, uh, what do you call it, done on spot because the, the UFC had great, yeah, the UFC has a great, uh, what's called on staff, ringside doctors. But again, um, I, I think with us, we're just, we're, we're all, for lack of a better word, we're professional athletes. <laughs> so I think, again, it's not really about us, it's about others. Yeah, I mean, I was being – I could see it both ways, to be honest. Uh, number one mm-hmm. is let's say someone goes back and gets the coronavirus and, and gets it makes it ten times worse. Now it's like, great, thanks, UFC, for fucking yeah. killing my grandfather, right? You know, like, yeah. so you got that. On the other hand, I look at it as like, well, you guys are adults. You mm-hmm. make decisions. Um, you know, you, it is what it is, right? Uh, no. At the same time, are, is it is it worth the squeeze? Are you helping me to the point where like, will I die if I don't get two hours of MMA or five hours? Is that really gonna? Is at the end of the day, is that gonna be like, oh my god, I was gonna kill myself, but I saw Justin Gaethje versus now my life is complete. You know, like, is the inspiration that much? You know? Yeah, no, that's I, all we I think, got now. Fair enough. That's all we got. Yeah, underground. And I do guys, uh, on a different topic. So Mayhem Miller, uh, if you guys are wondering, uh, I got to address this. Uh, it's not part of our podcast anymore. Uh, I, I love Jason Mayhem Miller. I will always support Jason, and he's one of my best friends in the world. It just was putting me in a place where I was stressed out and I couldn't sleep. And also, <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm helping him because I'm not letting him be Mayhem. And I love what he does is great, but he needs his own show for that. So coming on this show and just, you know, bogarting the show, it's funny, but it just was not working uh, for the health of, of my sanity and for my mental health during this quarantine. Uh, I'm not saying it'll never happen again, and I love the guy, but just as of now, it's just, I'll keep doing the show every day, and, I, and you guys in the comments section are going to be like, fuck you, and uh, I'm, I'm only here for mayhem, and uh, you know what, if you guys, uh, great, now you can have his own show you can watch. Uh, and, or if you, if you, if uh, I'm going to keep doing shows every day, uh, and bringing on everyone who I want to talk to. And if you want to watch it, great. If not, that's okay too. 
So just saying that, uh, that has to be said because uh, we, we, we went through the Jason phase and uh, I support him, but he needs his own show. Uh, it, the Mayhem Miller is his own thing. You need the, um, the Mayhem Hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he needs the mayhem. Yeah, it's very entertaining though. So, <laughs> um, uh, that being said, so Tom, so have you still been training during the quarantine? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been training. I, I got all my shit done. I had a big to-do list. I finally got it all done. Been training. Been, you know, doing is, my uh, thing. Is uh Chase Peel still down there? Yeah. Yeah, Chase Peel's still down here. He's um, a fucking beast, man. Dude, Tom has the funniest. Tom, if you guys don't know Tom, when he when he he wanted to join a gym, he he, he called every gym, called him up, said I want to train there. The only gym that got back to him was Dan Henderson's gym. So he he moves to California, and he just gets to go show up at classes, and everyone thought he was like some weird guy showing up. So they made him Ashley Yoder's training partner, <laughs> like for like five weeks. Meanwhile, the guy was like three an, days. The guy, the guy was like an M1 champion. Uh, and, and, and had like 30 potential fights. Finally, people were like, when did people realize you were good? Somebody after day three, somebody said to me, like, <laughs> to me, said, who are you? And stuck their hand out and like introduced myself. Then we rolled later that day and I was catching a lot of people and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? He's pretty, he's pretty good. Where'd he come from? I feel like people underestimate you all the time. On Ultimate Fighter, everyone kept picking you. They're like, I'm going to kill this guy. And then you, you submitted two guys in the first round quickly. Uh, I've been around a while, so, you know, I picked up a few tricks. Uh, and it was my day on those times. But, well, you know, uh, I've also taken my share of beatings. Like you said before, when I fought James Krause, I spent longer time in the hospital than the T-Mobile arena. Dude, I was, I was at that fight, and I was like, if you could only get it to the ground. If you could only get it to the ground. Uh, yeah, that was that was anyway. Oh, I was so beat up after that. He broke my orbital in the first. Oof. I couldn't hear after that. The third, uh, oh, some man. point in the second, blood's leaking out from my head out of my nose. It was uh, it was a Fun. good uh, welcome to the UFC. And then uh, a few uh, months later, it was uh, a rough cut. Yeah, well, listen, man, you, you made it to the top level, you made it to the top, top, top level. Uh, and not many people can say that. Um, you're in the one percent of the one percent, uh, so that's amazing. True. Uh, True. With with like a high school wrestling thing, like you weren't like some prodigy that started off at three years old. You did it all yourself, uh, which is pretty damn cool, man. Now, speaking of which, so last week we had Ashley, last week we had Ashley Yoder on. I mean, I, I, yes, we had Ashley Gambino on, and uh, she. Uh, I'm gonna catch you up, Elias. So she's in a feud. Uh, she was in a feud last time with uh, uh, the girl who um, star. At, uh, so Puma Star was the girl in bare knuckle boxing, wore the shirt saying Hillary Clinton is a, a cunt. Yes. Yes. So they've been fighting. Ashley Gabino is a uh, she's a pro fighter. She's 0-1 as a pro and 0-1 as an amateur, but she's a badass fighter who fights people on Fremont Street for money. Uh, she, she has boxing gloves who can spar her for five dollars, uh, and, and she's married to a guy named Trap Gambino. Who, who may or may not be in the mafia. I don't, I don't know. He's a 300-pound guy with strippers everywhere. Well, anyway, I've been getting tons of hate mail since having you on. I'm not going to say Ashley. So people are very upset that you've been on. I'm just like, dude, she's always nice to me. She seems cool. Well, one of the persons that got really mad at you right now is Jenny Savage. So Jenny Savage is a girl from Tennessee who's 3-3 three and three, who might be related to the macho man, Randy Savage. 
So we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have an MMA roasted press conference between Ashley Gambino and Jenny Savage because Jenny was very angry and they've been fighting on my Instagram. I didn't realize this this, <laughs> this weird culture. So uh, uh, because Elias is here and because uh, Tom is here and because uh, Tyler, we're gonna be the instigators slash moderators of the press conference. Outstanding. Uh, oh, wow. I get my ring card. I yeah. get my ring card. <laughs> <laughs> So I know Ashley, she's training hard. She's posts a lot of ass pictures on the internet. Now, a lot of people have saying that you rip off old men for money, that like they that you tell them, hey, give me money, and I'll flip it for $1,000, and then you never give them the 1000 Well, that's what you're being accused of right now, uh, Ashley. I don't know if it's true, uh, but we're here to find out the truth, because if MMA roasted, it, we find out the truth here on this podcast. Uh, and we, so uh, how's it going? Jenny Savage, how are you? Hello, Jenny Savage. Now, Jenny Savage is a very, very attractive. Both these girls are very attractive. Jenny has tattoos on her chest uh, and posts a lot of semi-naked pictures on the internet. Very, very hot. Uh, you're out of Tennessee, Jenny. I, I can't hear you. I, I put your mic. Uh, some uh, the sound. Are you on mute? What's going on? Uh, and and she's the macho man, Jenny Savage. By the way. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're all very bored of the quarantine. We have to we have to create press conferences on fights that are never going to happen. Uh, uh, girls, girls that are forty pounds, different weight classes. But this is this is how we're doing it here. Jenny, what a time to be alive! What a time to be alive! This what is a time, time to be alive. Uh, hello, Jenny Savage. All right. In the meantime, Ashley, why do you hate Jenny Savage? <laughs> you know what? She's just another one of those girls that have been committing slander to my name and my family's name. So that's why she's on the hit list. I'm going to take care of that one, too. Okay. Now, what do you know about – now, she's had six fights. She's three and three. Have you watched any of her fights? Nope. Okay. So she came out of nowhere. And just what, what did she say about your family's name? No, well, see, here's what happened. She used to be a fan. She used to be in my inbox telling me that I inspire her and stuff. And it'd be an honor to fight me after I heal up, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden – I think it's because she's friends with Sheena or something. She sees that I'm beefing with Sheena, and now she just turned, like, hater fan. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you I don't know. Because there's a picture of your husband with, with seven ring car, seven strippers, and that you got mad because she, she posted that picture? No. No. Why would I be mad about that picture? That, he, she, he, she's giving him free publicity. All right. So, uh, hold on. Let's see if this one works. I think we got to get Sheena on, too. We, 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 we had Gina on last week. Gina was uh, – I already put her in her place. Yeah, she was, she was, she was drinking uh, – uh, she was drinking Mountain Dew or something from like a – I already got your ass. I got your fucking ass. Where am I? Oh, 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 you do. Hello. <laughs> you finally bitch, figuring it out? Bitch, you look like a foot with no toes. Shut the fuck up with your squirrel looking ass. Hey, guess what? Oh, I can't oh, see you because you oh, can't no figure fuck. out your phone, Hey, shut the ass. fuck up, bitch. Come on, figure it out. Shut up with your – look we're, at your teeth. We're not two years old. Look at your teeth. you at? Where you Shut at? the fuck up, bitch. Oh, look at your teeth. You, you want to sit here and talk about cancer patients and have a fucked up teeth? Look at your motherfucking teeth. Bitch, you look like your dog have a civil war on your teeth, Guess bitch. What? You need to get that Guess shit checked up by a professional, You want to talk about teeth? Shut the I'm fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. You ain't going to knock shit off. Look at your two losses. You're too old. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you, bitch. Who do you think you are? Your ugly dollar looking ass, bitch. Oh, my precious looking ass, bitch. You're a weapon, bitch. Shut the fuck up. You ugly as shit, bitch. Shut up, yeah, bitch. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we're right. Okay, 
Okay, what you are you? You know what happens? Your dirty ass, fat ass boyfriend. Your fat ass boyfriend says some shit about me. That's what started this shit. Call me a dirty right. bitch. Ain't nobody Maybe said nothing about your fucking. Okay. I supported your stupid ass. Yeah, I supported you because you ain't on my level, bitch. What the fuck I look like fighting your the dumb golem looking ass? That's why you mouth. Shut the fuck up. That's why you you ugly as you ugly as shit. You ugly as shit. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't even know who you are, bitch. You look like you stalked roaches barefoot, bitch. Shut up. Hold on. What's your name again? What's your name? I don't even know who you are. I know you don't. You know who the fuck it says. And then you want to post a post about one of my losses, bitch? That's one out of what? Out of what? Okay. Shut your stupid ass up. What's your record? Because I don't know shit about you, but you know everything about me. You know everything about me, bitch. You've been on me for seven motherfucking years, bro. You just said it. You just fucking said it. You been said it. You said I was your fan and shit. Is that your name? Your name's Jenna, you fucking idiot. Let the king speak. Hold on. Macho. Hold on. Guys. We have to take questions. She got me fucked up. We got to take questions. like a water bug. Take questions from the pros, okay? Elias, do you have any questions for um, Macho, uh, Macho Jenny Savage? Uh, at this point, I'm actually speechless, so I'm just going to let them do their thing. No, no, okay. They're both fighters. Uh, uh, okay. She looks like she wiped her teeth like this. Okay. Fuck you, bitch. Oh, you keep talking uh, about my teeth. See? What else Speaks you got? Pull it out your ass. No, because you want to sit here, you want to sit here and talk shit about Sheena. No, no, no. You want to put lies on Sheena. You want to put lies on Sheena. Shut right. the fuck up, you lying ass. You ain't track lying ass. The only people put lies on me is you. And then you want to call her a retard? You want to call her a retard? What's good? Oh, oh, swear to God, dude, you stupid as fuck. All right, I get it. Okay. All right, you know what? There's two words I said in that podcast. I bet you your room smell like raw chicken. I dropped the bomb and I said the R word, but guess what? You're a fucking retard, so it don't matter anyway. Oh, I'm a retard too. Oh, you're feeling. I'm a retard too. R word. Man, I hope I hope I hope somebody with autism can take me to a beach and teach you a lesson. Okay, this is going very well. Listen, stupid ass. Ladies, 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 gotta have a structure. Okay, a little structure here. All right. Now, someone who's an expert on teeth, toothless Tom. All right, so. Segway. Tom, you I know, Tom. I know that. Know that your press conferences go exactly. Built like a PlayStation One character. Bitch, shut up. Okay, okay. You're so jealous. All right, so. Jealous. Macho, Jenny. Jealous. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Jealous. Obvious. Okay, yes, Adam. Yes, Adam. I'm listening to you, Adam. All right, so Jenny. Go ahead. I'll be quiet. Okay. You're three and three as yeah. a fighter. You're three and three fighter. You've got a lot of skills. Okay, are you? You're a black belt or brown belt jiu-jitsu. You're because you're you're a real fighter. Tell yeah, little, unlike unlike some people we know. Okay, so tell me a little about, about your fight. Like you, ho. Okay, so you obviously now Ashley weighs about fifty pounds heavier than you. Damn right she does, but I'll fight her cat's weight. Okay, so you'll fight her hundred five pounds. Okay, so Ashley. No, bitch, I'm a, I'm 125 healthy, bitch. I'll fuck you up. All right. You don't know shit about the fight game. The fuck is wrong with that? You don't know shit about the fight game. Okay, so Dan. Shut the hell up. Okay. Yes, excuse you. That's why I'm here. Yes, excuse you. Excuse you. I want all the smoke. Yes, excuse you. I don't know anything. Stupid ass. All right. Macho, macho. Oh, you don't know. One, one, two. One, one, two, two. One, one, two, two. That's what you do. Tom, you have a fight promotion, right? And those fight night. Let's get this started. Let Dan Henderson has a fight promotion. Okay, the great, you know who Dan Henderson is? One of the best ever. Olympia. Of course. All right. Of course. So has got a fight promotion. Catch weight, okay, between Ashley Gambino and Macho Jenny Savage. Would Dan make this fight happen? She's 3-3. Three and three, She's 0-1, okay, but she's got a 30 pounds heavier, and, and she's, got some, she's got pop. I've seen, her, I've seen her throw punches. She's got pop, okay, but, but at the same time, Macho Jenny is a Muay Thai specialist. She's, I mean, she's, she was ranked the number one fighter in Tennessee. 
uh, and she, she just won Female Fighter of the Year. Okay, uh, so she's got some heat behind her. Um, and are you and you're are you you're, are you Puerto Rican? Make you Puerto Rican or Mexican? I'm Italian. Italian. And German. Italian. Unlike some people I know. Okay. I'm trying to clout chase on a fucking whole country, bitch. So, when Get the fuck up out of here, bitch. You know that, right? I don't have. Right, you know what? I've been dropping a lot of F bombs. Okay, let Adam talk. Let Adam talk. Let Adam talk. Okay, so Ashley, what weaknesses do you see in uh in the game of uh Macho Jenny Savage? It's all mental. She's mentally weak, and so she's already broken. And once I get in there, I'm gonna break her and shove her teeth right down her throat. the frog. Okay. You sound like Kermit the Frog. Shut the hell up. Okay, so oh, I do. Okay, I do a Kermit the Frog impression. And your old man will get Miss Piggy. Well, listen, listen, and trap Miss Piggy. Elias, we're still. Do you hold his? Do, do you hold his titties up for him, or do he do it when he has to do cream underneath you're his, so little, cute. his little chapes? You're so cute. I, I know you, 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 you're you're used to you. holding your titties. Unlike aren't you. you. You fucking oh, hell yeah. Unlike you posting your little titties in disagreement on Instagram. One nipple want to go this way. The other one want to go that way. Bitch, shut the fuck See up. See when that happens. Show me one yeah. picture of my <laughs> nipple. Go ahead. Pop them up there. Honey, I ain't got Go you. Go I ahead. got you. But you, you know can't find it. Yes, you stop doing Because I'm not a slut like you are. You, I bet you need as hell to find your naked bite off my show, you bitch. You look like a toeless foot. Bitch, shut the fuck up with your right. ugly ass. Macho, I've seen toeless feet. That's not, not very so, You're so smart. All right, Macho Jenny. So you're you're a teacher of, of scamming, <laughs> scamming old men. Okay, uh, let her talk, Ashley. Let her talk. Because I'm just going to end the press conference. All right, I'm okay. sorry. It's fucked up. I'm sorry. It's going very well. So what old men, because I'm an old man, what what has she been scamming people? Like, how has she been scamming old men? So there's been several people hopped in my inbox after I went off on her when she put me on her little hit list. Ain't nobody talk about you, but you want to talk about you know me, put me on your hit list. How you don't even know who I am, bitch? Shut up. Anyway, so she, I had people send me a bunch of, like, forums about her getting exposed for scamming horny dudes. That's fucked up. You know that you, uh, you're trying to be eye candy and shit. Why are you trying to fucking scam people that support you? I don't care who they are. Okay. I don't care if they're retarded. That's okay. a fucked up right. word thank, you said. Thank you, Macho. Thank you, Macho. Ashley, would you respond to the accusations of you scamming horny old men? Uh, you know what? I never even heard about that world until I started getting accused of it. I, I don't scam people. That's, That's a damn lie. They got pictures of you. That's you know what? I'm going to post some fucking shit. pictures You know what? I'm going to post it Yeah, because that's all I'm you do. Them. That's yeah, all you do. You, all right. But and you have you. to admit. All right. So. All right. So. So post what pictures? I want to know. I want to know what pictures she's talking about. I already did post them, but I'll post them all over again, bitch, along with your racist ass husband. Like what? Husband. Okay. Husband. Like okay. what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Macho, macho. Like what? All right. So why is her husband racist? Because my my old man told her told her old man to put some respect on my name, and then when he did that, he got blocked, and then he posted a Travis or whatever the fuck his name his his real name Travis Smith or some fucking real uh English name or some shit like that. But anyway, he done posted a picture making our president look bad, talking about some MAGA with a nine millimeter. Bitch, if you're gonna put a gun in there, I at least have some good shit like, you know, a Glock or something. Nobody's scared of that little pussy ass nine millimeter bitch. I'll slap that shit out of your fucking hand. I am. am. Did you post a picture of the the trap Gambino? Post a picture of a pussy ass. And then he put the N word in it. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. First of all, this girl is super gold. Are you white? Are you black? Go ahead. Are you uh, I'm not two years old. I'll wait my turn. I, wait, I waited my turn last time. I'll wait until you're back. Also, Ashley, uh, what, what, what happened? Okay. So I think this girl is really gullible and falling into, like, all these people with fake profiles and stuff. Because what happens is there's, like, 
multiple fake profiles of my husband trying to text people and like talk trash. Was that last one called me dirty bitch yesterday? Probably. These fake profiles are all over the place. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So people. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. There's a lot of misinformation out there because these guys will create these profiles and like try and talk trash to people. And I get these ladies like, can you please tell them to stop? I'm like, listen, it's not us. It's people that are making up profiles. I'm sorry that you're affected by it, but it's not my husband. We have nothing but respect for people. We want to do nothing but spread positivity. Yeah, and all these fake profiles are creating all kinds of drama. You a lie. Are you going to keep interrupting me? I'll wait my turn. Go ahead. You guys, got time listen, to finish. You're a liar. So Liars don't deserve okay. to talk, okay. honestly. So, all right, I'm not a liar. Not really well. You, you know that. This That's why you're so jealous. We gotta get back. Water bug looking at us. How can I be fucking jealous of a water bug? Shut the we hell up. Listen, we, we, Compass we ass, ass fucking Cambodia alley rat. Shit. Sorry, okay. sorry, Adam. Actually, you know what, Adam? Can I say something real quick? <laughs> Speaking of fake profiles, I have to. I have to say something real quick. Sure. Speaking of fake profiles, um, she she's made a lot of fake profiles. Actually, some of the media I did an interview with sent me screenshots of her drunk at night talking trash to them for like two hours after one of my interviews. I can send you the screenshot. She was so drunk, she forgot she was in her fake profile. <laughs> She's gone so much. Matter of fact, there was this one that messaged my Twitter, and like she couldn't come up with Bob or Tom or some lesbian chick trying to get information that doesn't exist. Instead, guess what it was named? It was named Big Black Dick. <laughs> wow. So like we know what's on your name. You're on your mind, man. Up to, again, I got. <laughs> I'm not making. Up, I got screenshots of that. This is gone really. I got screenshots for that. This is definitely this is a, a high point in MMA right now. Uh, listen, so, uh, so here's okay. The, okay, that's all right. We're gonna say that's on your point mind. right now. No, it's on your mind. Let's split me out of this show. No, no, no. You know what? So many fucking people. So many people can't stand your fucking ass. You can't even tell who the fuck behind them profiles. You need to shut the fuck up speaking on my name, bitch. You over here lying. You want to know what's on my mind? Look, you look like you shut the hell up all right this has gone really well so next week we're gonna, we're gonna continue <laughs> next week. uh if anyone else hates ashley hit me up we'll have you we'll have more press conferences they all come out of the woods listen happy easter to both of you um where can people Friday. where can people support you guys because I, I have a feeling where can people find you uh macho uh, macho period queen on Instagram and Jenny Savage uh, or Macho Miss Jenny Savage on Facebook. Listen, you have great fights. Keep it up, Macho. You're doing some great stuff. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Ashley, where can people find you? Uh, everybody can find me at the Mob Wife on Instagram. Uh, I, I'm original, unlike somebody on this podcast. And I can original? You sound dry as fuck. You sound <laughs> like a boring ass fucking. Look at your side of your Listen, fucking head. That's, that's why you're booger? copying everybody. You fucking that's why you copy copying everybody, everybody huh? You guys well, yeah, like, you can't come up with call, your own name. When you call me out, you, you got can't even come up likes. with your own name. When you when you call me out, you got 16 likes, bitch. Shut the oh, hell who's up. Who's counting likes? Mob wife. You okay, all right, how many followers you, ain't you got on Instagram? You ain't even a wife. Hi guys, you count likes? So Where's your ring? You want to count likes? Shut the fuck up, bitch. How many likes you got on Instagram? Ugly ass. Looking like a whole. How many followers you got on Instagram? You want to count? You want to count? At least I ain't got all these Indians and shit following me. I don't pay for my shit. Shut the fuck up. Oh shut. All right, that went really. Yes. So. <laughs> all right. So all right. Well, wild. the uh, the mayhem. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> Wildly entertaining. So, right. <laughs> that conversation about mayhem, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, we got we got to do this a little bit. Um, so, what did you think? Who do you think won the press conference, uh, Elias? I think uh, the fans did. I think the fans <laughs> did. 
I thought it was hilarious. No, um, what do you call it? Um, don't really know what happened, but uh, what do you call it? What the argument is, but you know, the internet is crazy. One of them's a uh, water bit, water rat bitch. Tom, your thoughts? I thought the I think Macho won it. She came out firing shots. Swing it. The girl was on her heels. She wasn't expecting all that. I, I wasn't expecting all that. She did. That no was a blitz. Was. That was like a blitz on the bell. Just fucking right out of the gate. You think it was straight like a ten eight? Straight glass. Yeah. She didn't know what she was getting. You think it was a ten eight or a ten nine, Macho? Yeah, ten eight. Ten eight. That was Vitor Wanderlei. Like that's wow. just like coming out of the gate. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> she called twice. She didn't know how to figure out. She didn't know how to figure out the mic, so she called in on the uh, what's it called? Yeah, <laughs> on the the, the dial-in. I mean, I, that's I, I, you know, I'm a little torn about having segments like that in the show because I don't. I you guys are world-class athletes, you know, and I don't want to take away from your time. At the same time, like it's a quarantine, and uh, there <laughs> are people out, for and people out there do exist like that. And, you know, I feel like why not give them a forum because uh, I feel like that there's, um, you know, Jerry Springer's not off the air. And I feel like Springer was too scripted where this is – these people really hate – this is not an act with these two. Uh, they really hate each other. Um, now, I do think the mob wife has six fights. She, I'm not, no, not the mob wife. Jenny Savage. So she's three and yeah, three. three, and, three. And, but the other girls – What were the losses? How, how, were, how, how what were the victories and what were the losses? I don't know, and they were—they're they're all kind of—they're all seemed like they were kind of local promotions in like Tennessee or something. Are uh, they both out of I'll Tennessee? No, the other girl's out of Vegas. Okay. Um, but Ashley trains. Uh, Ashley trains was a, 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 a good team, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. The whole scamming old men. She didn't scam me. Uh, I don't know if that's true. And I do know that. People, so she pulled. So so everything she promised. Uh, she she. Got through it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I know, I know people do make fake accounts. <laughs> the investment. About other people. People do make fake accounts. Like, I, there's a what fake account of me right now that's emailing people. I don't know. And I, I reported to Instagram. So maybe it was a bot using her picture. You know, True. like. The internet's fucked like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened. I do think that, like, we need to get him back on the show. Because. Um, that was um, entertaining. <laughs> Very entertaining. At the, at the very least, zero to zero to sixty is an understatement. Zero zero to sixty. Uh, sorry, so let's talk about the fight. The fight that almost happened between Gaethje uh, and Tony Ferguson. Who do you think wins that fight? I don't go. Tom Ferguson. I, Ferguson. Yeah, I have Tony. I have Tony. And just because. I mean, Tony gets hit a lot, and we know that Justin Gaethje is a, a march forward kind of guy, but I just think Tony's so creative. He's He's got a, a good enough chin. He's not going to walk through shots, but he's got a good enough chin and a good enough, like, fucking wild man factor about him that, you know, he just does the rolls away and somersaults and tries to tie up the legs. Like, he stays safe enough to where he's not getting knocked out, you know? So... I think he takes him into deep water and cuts him up and probably taps him. Yeah. The longer it went, obviously the better it would go in Ferguson's, um, you know, direction. Right. And he already is the type of fighter that gets better the longer it goes. So um, the fact that, um, you know, his opponent wouldn't have time to properly train for an actual camp to get into those championship rounds. uh, But it would be a much more compelling fight, I think, than, uh, um, the original match in some cases, right? Like, obviously, um, 
you know, Khabib, he's undefeated. He's a champion. Uh, you know, it, it was exciting because he's, he's undefeated for that reason and has, like, never lost a round for the most part. Um, but uh, if you look at, in regards to these two, you know, the backup fight, it, it just led for a much more compelling fight where these guys are just going to go at each other, like, yeah. again, zero to 60. And I just think uh, once it got to the ground would be a big definitive factor in regards to, like, the Darces and all the other crazy, crazy stuff that Tony could do, uh, you know, with elbows and everything in between. Now, Elias, you have this guy I met. He's this little half-Asian guy that must be like 135 <laughs> pounds uh, that travels with Elias and watches every fight ever. I mean, this guy, I mean, he must, like UFC, he, he has like fight pass in his head. Yeah. And he would tell Elias what to do in every fight. And it, it worked. Like you talk to this guy and he's, he's next level thinking. Like he's one of those dudes that you're just like, Man, every fighter needs a guy like this because – not that you're not – Elias, you, you have ADHD up the ass, and I could see you getting bored watching eight seconds of sure. anyone's fights. Um, like, uh, you were bored during that, last yeah. this fight that went on during no, the um, so made it better. Do you still work with that guy, and, and how yeah, – Yeah, yeah. Um, what's called – he's no longer my coach. Uh, you're talking about Lachlan Chang. Uh, I'm actually working with him in the cannabis space uh, in a lot of the things that we're planning on doing moving forward, so – uh, he's still a really good friend, but uh, my fighting is uh, more in regards to a uh, different set of coaches. Ooh. But he's still, a, you know, he's still a good guy and a, a great friend that what? I uh, work with on many different aspects. What was it about him, just his ability to break? Oh, he's the smartest dude in any room. Uh, he's the smartest room in any room, like, in regards to no matter whatever the the um, profession it is. It, like, we'll go in a room with, like, he's a pharmaceutical background. Yeah, I was his guinea pig in many ways, uh, both as an athlete and also the diet nutrition and everything in between um and again he can go in a room and uh in a room with a lawyer and have a good conversation with them where he knows just as much as uh they do you know what i mean like anything uh he's very versed in regards to any subject and kind of have a baseline and you know being able to speak with any expert on anything now Elias, uh i gotta ask you because like we, we know this podcast we when, when especially with mayhem we started getting a whole new bunch of people watching it right and our YouTube numbers went up, but then the comments, right? And I'm like, don't look at the comments. Don't look at the comments. It's going to fuck me up. But now with the quarantine, I can't sleep. <laughs> and then the comments pop up. Like, I look at the numbers every day because I'm just like, I don't have stand-up comedy. I have no outlets right now. I have a Peloton yeah. and I have a heavy bag. But stand-up comedy, I'm doing, you know, eight shows a week, ten shows a week. I have that hour uh, a night to vent everything, get everything out, mm-hmm. get it out, make people laugh. And it's that self-assurance for me of, like, it's that immediate feedback, which I love. Yep. Because I'm one of these guys that needs a laugh. is like It's like a, a shot of heroin to me, you know? Yeah. And I, I get super high. Yep. Now with the and these virtual shows ain't cutting it, right? No. No. <laughs> virtual shows, which we're having <laughs> one tomorrow night. There's one tomorrow night I'm, I'm, I'm putting on and email me for the link, for the Zoom link. But I don't have that feedback anymore. And also, I'm not taking Muay Thai kickboxing, so my body isn't getting what it needs. So now I have this extra energy that comes around, and uh, it, it's hard. It's really hard. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The podcast is sort of my outlet, but even that is not the same as getting a laugh, you know. Um, but so I started reading these comments. So I can't sleep on the comments. <laughs> and some of them are like, you know, like nine out of ten are fucking, you're doing awesome. Thank you. I love you. You, 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 you saved my quarantine. Then you get that one guy that just fucking, you know, Adam, the reason you haven't made it is because yada, 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 or whatever the fuck it is. Or like, you know, uh, you know, here's why you suck. And it's a fucking thought. <laughs> like, 
And then that fucking, and then I, like, that, I, I want to say, Adam, don't give a fuck. Haters are good. They, 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 they buy tickets. Uh, this guy's committed to me. But I still fucking annoys me. And then, I'm like, and I, I, I don't have therapy right now. I, 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 I switched my insurance, and uh, I, I don't have a therapist. But you, Elias, get so much fucking hate from people and are able to just walk it off. Like, how does that how, – how are you able to do that? Like, I'm, I'm um, asking you. I think the old adage, whether I love you or hate you, uh, the more important thing and the worst thing, actually, uh, would be indi- indifference, right? Um, so whether someone uh, – and, again, for the most part, uh, in regards to what I deal with in social media, uh, you know, the, the – the, whether it's the, the group of people that, that follow me or, you know, follow my journey as an athlete, an advocate, and everything in between – uh, they follow me for who I am, and uh, what's called that community is positive because I'm a positive dude. Um, and you know, I, I've I've definitely gone down that rabbit hole many of times. But usually, the person that says the meanest thing has the shittiest life. So it's just their own projection in regards to their own in, in in like what's called insecurities and inability to whether it's achieve what they wanted to do or even try. So I don't know. Uh, it, especially the people like take it with a grain of salt, and especially the people that don't put their own face on it. That's how even additional level of shitty their life probably is. No. And why? Again, it's their own, because you got to think of it. It's that, that ability to connect and give that brain fart. The amount of times that I have, uh, what do you call it, just spent a second and kind of like killed someone with kindness in regards to, you know, some shitty comment that they put. And then right after, like, well, I'm actually a fan. I just didn't even realize that you were going to mention this. Or uh, what do you call it? Thanks or whatever. Like, it's, again, it's this, it's this weird world that we live in where anyone can comment whatever the comments like they deserve to have a comment on anything that's out there right so the fact that uh we're so intertwined has positive and negatives and obviously some of that bullshit with people um that's part of the bullshit that goes with the fact that we are now communicating hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles away from each other uh what's it called so you know we can do the positive thing right here and People can either be positive back in regards to their feedback, and that is where I'm going to put my attention, and I assume most of you will put most of your attention in. And, again, the people that are negative, they'll run by the wayside, and then they got to live with the shitty quarantine that they got to deal with alone with their shitty thoughts. Tom, you, how, how do you deal with it? Oh, fuck social media. Everybody's Everybody's <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> I try to be as honest as possible and try to speak the truth, whether it's about myself or – any any subject matter and honesty is not popular nowadays. So fuck them. Yeah, no, you're you're a man's man. Uh, and how's it going with the girl? You have your most beautiful, sweetest girlfriend. You got no, we got engaged. We were supposed to get married in Vegas in June. Man. I was probably gonna see if I could perform at the Strat beforehand. Of course you could. What kind of? <laughs> now, were you guys planning a, a, a big wedding or? Oh, excuse me. Was it gonna be a big wedding? Uh, every, it was going to be open to all our friends and family to come on out to Vegas and then go get wild and freed on after. No way. So, what you about know, you, Elias? You're, you're definitely invited. Elias, the uh, same girl you with? Yeah, yeah. I was called, we're getting along. Great. Uh, what do you call it? I just, uh, you know, I, I, our, our uh, quarantine for the most part, there's still allowed runs. Like you're allowed to like, I just go on runs if I ever get so crazy or whatever like that. But uh, I do most of the uh, the shopping and and whatnot, uh, what do you call it, just to take it. Because, again, I, I sneeze this off, but don't want to either, you know, give anyone to anyone I care about. That includes the person that's here. 
No, last night my wife said to me, she's like, I'm so happy with this quarantine, you're home, I love this life right now. And then I looked at her and I'm like, I am so unfulfilled. Uh, and then I go, I go, I go this, is, this is great, but I, this is not happening when this is, and she's like, what? She like, I, I didn't mean that, look, I didn't mean that I'm unfulfilled with her. I meant like, yeah, yeah. before I started doing stand-up comedy, there was always that like, for me, it was always that like wonder of like, what's, what's the purpose of my life? Like, what do I want to do? What's out there? And I felt very average. And then when I finally started doing comedy, it was like, oh shit, like, this is what I'm, this is what I love doing. This is, this is, this is, completes me. I don't have to have that what if. Well, now that's fucking gone, you know? So this is like how I felt when I was in college and I'm like, what do I want to do with my life? You know, like what, what, cause. Do what you did in college, dude. Smoke weed, eat cereal and watch cartoons. What a time to be alive. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> this, this thing, there's this little, little baby here, dude. This is a, this is a game changer. I mean, this is. like cartoons, right? She does, she does like cartoons, but then, <laughs> then I become judgmental. I've been seeing you doing like the, you're doing your your uh, the Zuga the Zuga West LA classes with her. Yeah, like, yeah. That's that's, cool. that'll just do more of that shit. No, do I do. More, I have it. Yeah, like film some skits, stuff. man. I bet you have yeah. plenty of them written. Yeah, well, I, yeah, well, I'm writing uh, some next week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I know. I, I, I'm trying to be as positive as possible, and I and I, I've written like 20 jokes, but. It's like all my like my jokes now are I can't wait for this thing's fucking over. Get me out of the house. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? Fucking it's weird saying jokes without feedback either. Oh, like, yeah, why, why is mayhem? A, why is mayhem bullying me? You know, like, like <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I love the guy, but that took me back to like when I was in high school and even in college. You ever have like a really popular kid that like everyone loves? But then you hang out with him, and then, like, he bullies you. And Mayhem wasn't a bully. Yeah, that was me. The irony of him being from Bully Beatdown. <laughs> no, he's not a bully. He's not a bully. He learned all the, he learned all the tricks. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a bully. He's just I know, I'm teasing. It's he's, very, he's very loud. And uh, this bully is awesome. And just very, like, it's a, it's a lot, you know. He's Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. who he is. He's great. He's, he's, uh, we've got to figure out a way to... I don't know. Anyway, we, so, we can uh, have the mayhem hour. We'll have a mayhem hour. Yeah, yeah. The mayhem. Well, the they mayhem. Mid- produce it. <laughs> the you mayhem. Mid- produce it. Look, look, I'm rooting you for his comeback, it. man. Like, look, there's nobody that wants that guy to come back more than me. Well, probably except for him. But uh, you know, I'm. <laughs> yeah, rooting, yeah, I, fair enough. I would love nothing more than that guy to fucking thrive because he's got a huge heart. He he's just. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fighters are stubborn, man. You guys are like comics. You got you know. I think what makes you guys great is how stubborn you are. You know, uh, that's just what it is. You know, it's just, uh, I mean, I've been wrestling for me was, I was never the best wrestler, but I wasn't going to get turned, you know, or if I got taken down 400 times in practice, I was going to come back the next day. Mm. And I think, I think you guys are kind of the same kind of athletes where you just outwork everybody. Like Elias, have you ever gotten tired during a fight? Um, no, one, I think one or two, but it was more in regards to which one was it? I can't help the top of my head. Uh, Tiago Santos in the, in the latter rounds of Tiago Santos, uh, but that was more the accumulative damage that it took. I pissed blood after that fight. Oh, yeah. That's now, cool. how do you get your? Because I see guys out there that like they get t- five minutes, they got five good minutes, and then they're spent. But you could go fifteen, twenty-five minutes. Oh, yeah, how- I would love to do five. No, I haven't done like even the the regional scene that I was supposed to fight. Um, I ended up finishing beforehand, but. 
Um, I, I love running. Uh, it's pretty much my like meditation. Uh, so like even with this, um, this quarantine stuff and, uh, for the most part being locked away, you get your, you know, 23 hours, like it's in jail, <laughs> you get your one hour out, but, um, what do you call it? Uh, I, I love running. I could, I could drop and do 35 kilometers, which is, it's about like 20 miles give or take <laughs> for, for like, the Americans. Um, but, uh, what do you call it? Um, Long story short, uh, yeah, I just, I love cardio. I don't know. I think a lot of it's mental and then you just kind of build up those, those, uh, what's called thresholds, uh, in regards to where your, your ceiling is and you can kind of push past that, that little, that little dark place where, uh, what do you call it? You think of quitting and you just kind of just go. Uh, Tom, weren't you going to fight Jason Manley? Yeah, yeah. I ended up getting really sick right before the fight. What? That was like the last time you were going to fight, right? Yeah, that was the, for the Golden Boys. For Golden Boy MMA, for Oscar, yeah, yeah. did Dan LaHoya call you for that? No, I don't think he was even involved in it. Uh, <laughs> my roommate Keith Berry got it for me. He called up the Golden Boys. Now your roommate, by the way, Keith Berry, who uh, I, I love, great guy. Uh, he's like, he's he's uh, <laughs> how do I say this? He's off, but in the right ways. Like he has an OnlyFans account, which I'm not paying for. Cause, but I don't know what the fuck is that. Now he was dating Nicole Aniston for a while, who was like yes. the number one porn star in the world, uh, number two, three. And he was like, like, like seven or eight. Like he, she, it was like he was dating, he was dating Nate Diaz or something. Yeah, yeah. So you guys were roommates, you and Keith. Yes, we were. He moved to oh. Vegas. So was Keith? Was was Nicole at, naked a lot in the, in the, the house? Uh, well, we didn't really live. In a, we don't. I don't live in a nice place. It's rent's very affordable. Let's put it like this. So he tried to not really show her the house. Oh, okay. she Got never. It. She never came in. Because <laughs> she'd like wave in the car. Oh, so because I'm envisioning him having like porn star sex and you having your ear in the window. Or <laughs> no, don't even come to my place. <laughs> no, it'll be like when I'm looking, he'll pop up. On, on Pornhub or something. Like, oh. oh, really? You seen his dick before on Pornhub, Keith? Uh, no, no. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it like that. I've seen a couple okay. of times in the locker room. And then you were living with. I know that tattoo. <laughs> and then you were living with Sam Alley for a while, right? Sam Alley. Yeah, I lived at, when I first moved out here about like nine years ago. Now I feel like Sam became. He was smiling, Sam. But the last couple fights, he's like dark Sam. Like he's like yelling at the refs, and like he's sort of like his character is becoming like the evil Sam Alvey. It's it's a sinister smile. He's like Gary Busey in Lethal Weapon. Nice sort of smile. <laughs> yeah. No, is he? Because he's not. He smiles a lot, but he's kind of also like a little off, right? Something's a little strange with that guy. Oh, he, you know what? He's he's a churchgoer. Wants to. He's eccentric. That's the best way. He's got like six, seven kids now. Wow. Yeah. yeah he's, How many of them are adopted? How many of them are adopted? I one right now. He was trying to get one from Africa, but then uh, he got scammed. So that Africa adopted his money. Wow. Um, yeah, bad. He lost some big money to that, and uh, he was just trying to save a little girl from Africa. Yeah, like, yeah. One of the biggest that. scams. Was it Ashley Gambino? Did he? Did she scam him? <laughs> <laughs> I, I one of the Nigerian princes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nigerian wow. prince. Tomorrow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I know his wife was like one America's next top model. Yeah, like hot redhead, and uh, and it's just crazy. So you you live making giant kids. Man, giant no kids. Old <laughs> she's six. 
two or something. She's like six foot. He's six three. So all the kids are going to be basketball players. Wow. Now is Hendo still teaching classes over over there? Yeah, Hendo likes to work the pro class. So he likes us to do the regular members, and he likes to do the pro class. Um, he's over there lifting right now. Does he teach overhand rights all day? <laughs> does a lot, a lot of Greco. That's his uh, favorite. Always goes right to that H bomb. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing about he, him. Is he's, so, he's so good, but he's definitely that wrestler who fell in love with his power. Uh, oh, he's he's got so many more vicious tools that you don't really get to see, but we get to experience here. I mean, he here. head kick uh, Hector Lombard, right? That was that was, was it an elbow. It was elbow. He did the head, head kick, kick to an elbow. elbow. No, yeah, he head yeah. kicked him and elbowed him fucking dead. It was like mind blowing. Crazy that Yeah, that was one of the craziest things ever. I was at that fight and I was sitting next to his grandkids who were crying the first round, and uh, I mean just awful watching their grandfather get the shit beaten out of him by Hector Lombard and then when he came back they were going nuts I thought Hector was dead I mean he was so cold. yeah I was there too oh my god they had the craziest highlights man like this thing yeah. Lombard uh everything in between <laughs> yeah Shogun two Shogun fights the two Shogun fights like holy crap oh. <laughs> they're excited I mean, he's Dude, a lot of times I remember uh, uh, hanging out with you in L.A., and you're like, hey, this is my friend. He's a, he's a, an Instagram model. And I was like, oh, what a, what a jerk off, right? That's the first thing I thought of. Nicest guy. Dude has like 20 million followers on Instagram. Just a fucking 10-pack. So it's me, Elias. <laughs> ten pack. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. He does. I was like the, <laughs> ugly, the ugly girl, that, like the fat, ugly girl that like hangs out with the hot models. Like every picture <laughs> I posted, oh, every comment was like, oh my God, you know Nick, what's that guy's name? Nick Bateman. Nick Bateman? Like, yeah. who is that? Like, who, a whole a friend. who is that guy? Well, what's it called? He's a friend. Uh, he has about seven million. But uh, what's it called? The, the devoted uh, fans, nonetheless. Um, what's called? I met him when I did a TV show. Uh, we played brothers on a TV show. Uh, shout out to the listener. Um, and then we just stayed in contact and stayed friends ever since. So I've known him about like eight eight years or so. Um, it's called always stayed connected uh, when he was here, and then obviously when he flew out to LA. So um, it's called a good buddy of mine. And he's like you said, he's a, he's a nice dude. And uh, what do you call it? Got to meet his um, what do you call it? Uh, cousins that were in town or whatever like that. Yeah. It was his, his wife's, uh, uh, what do you call it, cousins that were in town or whatever like that. And we had a good time watching him kick ass, and then we drank uh, a lot of booze. But never again am I, am I hanging out with these guys. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you were kidding. He was fucking beautiful. Yeah, the guy, <laughs> I know. It was like him and a lot. I felt like I was deformed. Like, I, I am. <laughs> but I've never felt more deformed than uh, <laughs> Now, Tom, are you ever going to get your tooth fixed? Yeah, maybe one day. I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. part of me now. I lost it, honestly. I had it, and it was a flipper. <laughs> you had, like, a little, like, the yeah, little. Yeah, 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 it was an expensive one, too, because I kept biting through them. And they're like, they're not supposed to break, so they gave me one, like, made out of metal. It was, like, $2,000. I was out cornering one of my fighters. I ended up leaving it in a hotel room. Dude, so now I'm just like over it. I have a my, this one's fake too. I got hit by a car, and I uh, I was in Oklahoma, and I I brought home this girl, and I had a flipper, and I and I lost it, and uh oh I, oh, I had it in, and I went down on her, and I wanted to like take it out, and be like what the fuck's wrong with your pussy? Like you knocked out my. T- <laughs> 
like I was so tempted to do that, you know, but no, nah, you can't do that for the story. But then I lost my flipper and uh like I met her on Tinder. So the whole time I was like like this, like trying not to show my tooth missing, you know. Um I never got laid faster. I cuz I I said like three words and then I realized how many times I probably talked myself out of pussy. But I just would say nothing because I said <laughs> I said, like, just shut up. Yeah, but I just, just shut up, show up, and just say three words. Just like, oh, Hi, how's it going? and then and then I had to do a doggy style though because I didn't want her to see. Like I was like, turn over. Smart. She thought I was into anal. I was like, no, no, we're good. I mean, you know, not that I'm not, but yeah. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you tried anyways. Your sleeping daughter in your arms. Yeah, of course. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's how, and that's how you were born. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure? So. Uh, I don't know if it works like that. So what do you got coming up, Tyler? Tyler? Uh, Tyler? <laughs> what do you got coming up? What do you mean, what do I got coming up? Are you just <laughs> on online courses? I just got a new TV. I didn't get a new TV. I, I got a new we're making TV. online YouTube videos. I'm doing, I am. I'm doing an online uh, Saturday mornings, like, jujitsu solo grappling drills kind of thing on a stuff to be. Um, that... I don't know if it's going to be like a Zoom or if it's just on our our school website. I got to find out. But that's that's it. Are you alive? <laughs> um, what do you call it? You know, still staying in shape. Uh, what do you call it? Doing some form of training in some capacity. Um, what do you call it? Obviously, this will eventually pass through, and when it does, I'll be ready to jump back in the cage uh, first and foremost. Um, and then, you know, in the background work, still, uh, what do you call it? You know, a lot of the leg work and a lot of the um, admin stuff in the capacity of what I plan to do, uh, you know, outside of the cage. So that's what I'm thinking. If I wanted to support cannabis athletes or support you or buy something, what do I do? Well, you can purchase this fine shirt, cannabis athlete. No, um, in all honesty, uh, what do you call it? Just continue, uh, what do you call following the story and my journey. Um, There will be more things that I'll be sharing in the coming uh, weeks and months. Uh, Obviously, uh, you know, this, um, this global pandemic puts a, a lot of uh, monkey wrenches in all of our plans. But uh, if you stay focused, then uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, those that are ready and staying ready will be the, the first to jump in in any direction of what they want to do. Now, did, when you got cut from the UFC, which was still bullshit, uh, did Agreed. Dana call you up and talk to you personally? Or did you call him up? I uh, know. Uh, what's all this through the management? You see the management is what they did. Did you ever think of calling him and being like, because I remember when I was working for the UFC and they took away my job as uh, roasting fighters. I was doing videos. For yeah, yeah, it was dope. And, I, and I, I, I texted Dana and I said, hey, man, you know, thank you for the opportunity. This is the best I've ever had. You know, because like a lot of people want to say, fuck you. I'm like, no, man, like he gave me an opportunity. It was one of those things where every time I've lost a job, it's because the new boss comes in, hates what I yeah, do, yeah. and fires me. So once the new boss came in, I was like, it's over. This guy doesn't get it. You know, I, I, I have a particular type of comedy and I just knew that this guy wasn't it. Uh, but Dana wrote me a long text back saying, fuck that. MMA is your passion. Comedy is your passion. Like, he wrote me, like, a, a long thing, which is pretty cool. We became friends Is that. Have you ever thought about just calling him up? Well, not necessarily him, but I've, uh, you know, talked to the matchmakers like Mick Maynard, uh, which called plenty of times. And uh, what do you call it? I, I, again, like you said, I love my time with the, the UFC. And uh, what do you call it? Definitely going to do my um, my my part in, uh, once everything clears. Uh, what do you call it? To keep winning and make myself undeniable, uh, wherever that ends up being. Well, that's going to happen. As as far as weed goes, how much do you smoke per day? Um, we call it, I'm, I'm actually uh, prescribed uh, five grams a day uh, for my bilateral neuropathy. So now, now are you are you eating it or are you smoking it? Uh, what's called I vaporize. Uh, what do you call it? Again, 
both as a, a patient, uh, what do you call it, to, you know, actually take the, the uh, medical properties out of it and remove any of the carcinogens like uh, paper uh, and zigzags and the butane and lighters. And also, again, if I'm going to be an advocate, I want to advocate advocate uh, the best uh, form of uh, cannabis use, and that's with a vaporizer, like Sturz and Bickle. Because, no, I love smoking, but a lot of times I think shit's funnier than they actually are <laughs> when I'm high. And then when I look at it when I'm sober, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Other times I'm like, this was amazing. This is the best. Like, I, I, my worry with weed sometimes is I can't control my thoughts. Uh, how would you help me? Um, everyone's different, right? So, like, again, it works for me um, specifically for my bilateral neuropathy in regards to pain management. Right. Instead of using an opioid or painkiller um, for the potential risk of uh, addiction or even more more personally in regards to the um, the aspects of uh, side effects. Right. Um, we're professional athletes supposed to compete at the highest level. And all those side effects are just more debilitating. Um, what do you call it? Um, hurdles in regards to our path to compete. Uh, at the highest level um, for you more specifically, but I would suggest talking to your doctor and seeing if it's right for you. Yeah, right. They, and what's strength. Real doctors, man. They all look like you. Uh, <laughs> they all had, they, I'm like, no, like, they all had, that's, they had man buns. They were all in shape. <laughs> I, I've seen those. I've seen those kind of doctors. Well, uh, well it's like, a little different. <laughs> time, they were like, a doctor's ready to see you. I went to the office. The guy was on Skype. Podiatrist. <laughs> I'm like, he didn't even go to his fucking job today. He was exactly. And then, and then they had like a poster that says, "Hey, need a service dog, right? Like you can get this. You got a two a scam. I swear. I brought in my my dog to get service because I wanted to travel with him. Yeah. Every test, like the guy went to pet him, he went to nip him. He said sit. He 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 shit on the guy's floor, and he still passed the test. I'm like, dude, this is like. Couldn't have went worse. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. Different time, but again, again uh, what do you call it? Uh, I would. It's a little different, I guess, in regards to Canada, in regards hey. to the, the access, in regards uh, more specifically. Um, I guess it's a different type of doctor. <laughs> um, I, I, lucked, I lucked out. My family doctor um, is uh, someone that actually believes in the benefits of cannabis and through our uh, what's all conversations of the many years that he's known me, uh, he prescribed cannabis and that it was best for me. So I can only talk about my own personal journey. And again, the ways that I am trying to act to change uh, to kind of remove the hurdles for other athletes uh, moving forward. Uh, and more importantly, other patients as well. I like it. I like it. Tom, what do you got coming up after this is over? <laughs> uh, shoot. Uh... I think I'm gonna work on my comedy. Actually, I've been nice, uh, nice. told myself next week I'm gonna work on my comedy, film some of the skits I've been uh, writing. Um, yeah, if I don't have as big things planned, but you know, this is uh, now. Are you, oh, are you yeah, not wearing the mask in public? I've been doing that a lot. <laughs> now, were you? Um, weren't you gonna move to Tennessee or something? Are you? Is that gonna happen or no? Yeah, with well, Ashley. Dude, I was. I don't know anymore. You know. Uh, Things things got out of hand pretty quick around here. Um, uh, but I was planning. I was down there. Now I can't even get in touch with a realtor. So uh, you're gonna move to Chattanooga, right? I was looking at it. That was one of those places I was looking at. Why would you pick, why would you pick Chattanooga, Tennessee to move to? Well, like uh, where I live in Southern California, Temecula, there's like ten gyms on this one road. I got a check, man. I got a Gracie Bahia. I got a 10th plan. All on Jefferson, along with Dan Henderson, a Muay Thai place. Um, 
there's like 10 gyms in Temecula uh, involved in martial arts. So I wanted to go somewhere I could be a big fish in a small pond and open my own thing. Uh, so you were playing out there on one of the posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I performed out there, and I was like, why? You know, you're right, man, because there are so many places I go to, like Myrtle Beach or Chattanooga. or Myrtle Beach. There's like no – there's like one MMA gym. There's one guy with a brown belt who everyone loves who fought like in, you know, I don't know, Strike Force 7 back in the day, like who like lost in eight like, – but he's like the guru, you know? Yes. There's a lot of that. So a guy okay. with like legitimate – UFC experience and uh, was on top. I'm hoping I could be that guy, you know. I went in there once. Yeah. And I'm hoping that'll be me. I'll be the How's your um? How's your business as far as uh vending machine business? The candy. Business? I sold it. Sold the whole business. Sold the whole thing. Got on out of it to another fighter. I wanted to make sure it, it's getting going through uh, another fighter. So Elias, so this this guy and Tyler, he goes on Craigslist. He's like, I need to make money, right? This is how Tom. Thirty thirty. So he goes, he, I'm 30 years old. I have, I have $9 in the bank, right? Uh, 200 of food stamps. Yeah, I'm eating food stamps. There you go. So he goes, how could I make money, right? He goes on Craigslist, and somebody is selling a candy machine, right? So he buys it for like $10 and then flips it for like $20. No, I put it like, in the business. So then like three years later, he's got a whole – fucking candy department you had about like 20 candy machines or i had about 50 uh quarter machines out and about five vending machines four or five vending machines that's so, a warm buffer sir that's a warm buffer sir it's a, candy, it's machines a and candy machines so, so i was buying stock with it too afterwards so i'm trying to follow in his footsteps there you go that's a big hit <laughs> dude, that's amazing the fact that you did that like in 20 whatever 15 or 2017 and like just like just such a a basic business strategy, and you were able to do it. it was but you said it was a pain in the ass, right? You had to go like get a truck and deliver the 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 came. No, it wasn't so bad. You could do it out of a car. They're small. They're little quarter machines. I had the truck, yeah. but uh, you know it was it, you get them cheap, so you gotta you gotta scrub. You gotta make sure they're good. You gotta refurbish them, and a lot of elbow work. But uh, it, what would you, you know? Uh, I promised myself my money would work for me at thirty. How much would you pull in from like like per machine per day? It all depends. It's not a per day thing. It's like per month. Okay. Or or per six months. So the candy's got a very very long shelf life. I deal with shells like M and M's, Skittles. Oh, right, they're, right. They're, they're last almost a year. My, my, uh, my good locations. Some of the I have a few of them. A hundred a month. My slow location. My very very slow one. Maybe a couple bucks in six months. Like six dollars in six months, so there's a big location, 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 right? Yep. Yeah, gyms do the best yeah. and restaurants do the best. Yeah, yeah. You, ever, you ever set one up after like a like a fat anonymous meeting or something? You put one right out there. Operators and cigarettes in it for outside the AA meetings. Now, Elias, when you were on the cover of mag of of romance novels, right? Seven romance mm-hmm. novels. Eleven, but who's counting? So, uh, how many? Eleven. 11. Now, did you, like, bring girls home and have them, like, around your house and be like, oh, that's me, like, as a way to get <laughs> <laughs> No, it was much lamer than that. No, what's called my, the, 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 what do you call it? Uh, that specifically, uh, my mom used to, one of my favorite things, my mom would buy all the fucks and give them out to people uh, at her work. That was my favorite part. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, what a, what a win. 
<laughs> Did anybody ever recognize you from a cover? Like, were you, do you ever walk down the street and notice some woman? Like, <laughs> there he is. It's there he is, yeah. Yeah, or whatever the fuck your name is. No, no, it was called that. A couple, but they usually knew who I was in regards to in general. Yeah. You know, like everything, like, you do is, like, a way to get pussy, like like fighting, <laughs> modeling, like romance novel, like even marijuana. Like, is it like like the fact that like your girl must be like have like the the most amazing box in the history because like I mean, you were it's up there. Uh, wow, it's up there. <laughs> I'm sure she's thrilled to hear that. that her, no, I mean like in general. Like, wow, that's in general. That's because that's that's a lot. Like if you were gay, that would make me happy. <laughs> I mean, everyone's got a price. You ever, you ever see a guy like that? You're like a guy that does, and he's gay. You're like kind of happy in a way. Like ah. <laughs> I saw a meme like that once, where it's like, uh, what do you call it? Why I support gay people? One, they uh, what do you call it? Uh, not taking any women, and two, they're sleeping with men. They're taking another man out. Well, yeah, I mean, it's two for one. And I mean, plus the, yeah, I mean, wow. You mean like, do you do you take pride in being complimented by a man? Is that the question? Man, yes, of course, of course, equal. Is that the question? I appreciate when Adam gives me compliments. No yes. I was just saying that everything he did was when Adam hits on me. I really appreciate it. It was a way for a guy to get laid. Like I'm gonna go to fighting. I'll get girls. Like I'll become this. I'll get girls. It's always it's always a way. He just does it all. Like there's nothing he does that doesn't involve getting getting girls. You know. But uh, good for you, man. Well, listen, you know, I, I pretty sweet. Girl, she's, a, she's a personal trainer or something. What does she do? Pardon? What, 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 what does your girl do? She's a personal trainer or something? Or? Uh, visual merchandising. Uh, visual merchandising. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, uh, th- I want to thank also um, uh, uh, Jenny Savage and uh, G- Ashley Gambino. I'm sure you guys are big fans now of those two. Huge. I am. I just started following him. <laughs> but uh, I feel like anytime the show gets a lull, we should press a button and just have them pop up and fight. Like, like <laughs> zero to sixty. Like, yeah, we just have to have them on call. But I don't know. Like, there's got to be a way to do that. Like, it's like, man, I'm fucking bored of this story. Like, we should just record. Well, you're recording it, right? So just have that. Just a, just a throwaway yeah, every single time. And one. now from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> had great insults, but she said them so fast it's hard to like. Like you look like a foot with no toes, and and you look like, like what? I'm like, trying to keep up. Good. She came out hot, but it were, but I couldn't. I, I, I needed time to digest what she was saying. Like, does she look a foot with no toes? Like, I, to, <laughs> I didn't actually have time to really Google a foot with no toes. Yeah, or just actually think about what she's saying. Like, well, she kind of does a little bit. Like, you we know, gotta go back and like slow it down a little bit. It's yeah, listen. It's like that barrage of punches where you're you're getting hit and like putting you out and then waking you back up and you're like, what the fuck is going on? It was like it was like world. It really was like a world star. You just video in, in some ways, you know. And the look on your face, I, I I felt like I was worried that you guys were gonna leave. You're like I, I don't have time for this shit. I was thinking I, about it. <laughs> right? I was I was worried that I was like, oh, I fucked this one up too. I, I, I have these great guests on. This is what I do, and I'm looking at a lot like. Because there's always that, like, line of, like, people going, Adam, why did you bring me into this shit? Like, I have, I have a life. I have this. I'm a professional athlete. I'm training. I'm in the UFC. I'm running a gym. I'm training. And then you're watching this. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, it is quarantine, and they're entertaining. Exactly. And like, what else are they doing right now, kind of? So I'm not, you know. TV. 
Yeah, fuck it. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot going on. I was I was looking at you going, fuck, I hope he doesn't leave. I knew Tom wouldn't leave because like because I knew that Tom like finds funny in that chaos funny. But Elias, I, I was hoping no one came in on that. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. And I, I I was a little worried that like, great, another guest is never gonna fucking talk to me again. Uh, <laughs> but, I didn't let the boss come in on on me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Tom? <laughs> oh really? People were walking walking in on you or no? Like, well, I'm at an undisclosed location, but I'm sure you can guess where I am. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, because of Hendo, Hendo, my wife uh, is still mad at me for going to a strip club with Hendo and his wife three weeks before she got she gave birth. Uh, but I tried to explain to her how cool it was that Hendo asked me and that this and that. Yeah. But she didn't. She's like, yeah, I, you was, can't, I was in labor. I can't pass that up. I know, but that that still was like, and, and then I got a massage there. I didn't get a strip club. I got a, a back rub, but telling um your wife you got a back rub because it really was in front of everybody with elbows and shit. But that doesn't, that doesn't. She's thinking that like I was bullshit. Like, like, a, like a happy ending. Bullshit. No, you know what I'm talking about. Strip club back rubs are like elbow. Okay, anyway. So all right. I know what you're talking about. But the girls are wearing like clothes. She was using her elbows. Yeah, you your elbows. And that was that guest, right? She, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my, your wife's so watching I want to know. I thought maybe she was Puerto She sounded like she was Puerto Rican. That, that, uh, the way she was talking. she was like, yelling? Yeah. She was Italian and Scottish or some shit. Yeah. yeah. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, she's, she sounded like. She was proud of that. <laughs> yeah. Adam hears a woman yelling, you Puerto Rican? <laughs> no, I'm not Italian, Puerto Rican. Scottish, Irish. And she's like, I'm fucking, I'm just like, and that girl, she is right. Say Dutch. That girl did change her name to Gambino. So I guess like, they are people. People hate those two. Her and her husband. A little backstory. Her husband's like a 300 pound, wants to be a fighter. She's at. They call themselves Gambinos, and they kind of live in this like, oh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not really sure what's going on. They came to my comedy show and they were. They seemed very nice uh, in Vegas, but a lot of people hate them. They say they're calling them frauds. Uh, so we got to get to the bottom of this here on the show. Oh, guarded Italian. I have no doubt we will. Yes, of we course. Will. Listen, thank you guys. Stay safe. I love both you guys, uh, all three of you. Uh, I'll see you t- on Monday, Tyler. Uh, guys, Tom, thank you. Hey, thank you. Take care. Boys.